listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Wednesday, the 2nd of March 2022. Uh, later, we'll take a closer look at the impact of the conflict in Ukraine and the floods on the share market. But first, to the economy, where those recent events haven't shown up in today's GDP report from the Bureau of Statistics. GDP expanding by 3.4% in the December quarter. That means in terms annually, it's up 4.2%. However, remember these statistics are backward looking. So therefore the three months to the end of December. So given that, what does it mean for the RBA when you take into consideration Ukraine, when you take into consideration the spread of Omicron and, of course, now the floods? For more, I spoke earlier with Joe Masters, the Chief Economist at EY. Joe, the economy expanded by 3.4% in the December quarter, 4.2% for the year. What drove it and what does it say about the economy? The data shows us just how resilient the Australian economy is. And it also showed us the important role that household spending is playing. It is the cornerstone of the economic recovery, and that was very clear in the data. These numbers, though, are for the December quarter, so they're backward looking. And since then, we've had more of the impact of the uh, spread of Omicron. We've had geopolitical issues, namely the conflict in Ukraine, and now floods in the east, on the east coast of uh, Australia. How likely are these going to impact future economic growth now and the next set of figures? So we've started the year again with several factors that are impacting the economy. And it's hard to disentangle all of what that may mean in terms of putting a number on the impact for economic growth. What we do know is that economic growth in the March quarter will be softer than it would have been otherwise. But what's important is that the underpinnings of the economy are really strong. Household balance sheets, corporate activity are going to continue to support economic recovery through the year, even if we have a few weak data points and a bit of bump in the near term. Does it change the way the RBA might be thinking about when to lift official interest rates? It complicates the picture for the Reserve Bank. It means that the economic data that we get is impacted. It's murky. It's hard to see the underlying trends. The greatest example of that is around the labour market at the moment, where we're hearing lots of anecdotes of wage growth, but we can't quite see it in the data because we're still seeing impacts from those events that we talked about. So for the RBA, they're likely to see weaker economic growth globally, a mixed picture domestically and higher inflation. If anything, I think that supports the line that the Reserve Bank's been running about the need to be patient until there's greater clarity. And household savings ratio, it fell from almost 20% to 13.6%. I guess that's still strong, but doesn't it suggest that Aussies are now tapping some of that huge bank of savings that they built during the pandemic? And what does that mean? So the decline in the savings rate means that households are spending more, but they are still saving. What is important, though, is they've saved this mountain of cash at banks, in mortgage offset accounts, and also through the wealth effect from equity markets and housing markets. So as we move forward, households can dip into that savings to continue spending in the economy. Now, whether they do or not will come down to confidence. There's a lot of things on the minds of consumers at the moment, but the good news is, is that the unemployment rate is low and likely to fall further and job security is very high. 
Joe Masters there, the Chief Economist of EY Oceania. Now, the Australian share market rose today 0.3%, 7,116 points. Now, that comes as the oil price surged quite dramatically overnight, giving the oil stocks quite a bit of a boost. Iron ore miners also doing well today. And the Australian share market, while it opened weaker at the open, rose half an hour later. I asked why and spoke with June Bay Lu from Tribeca Investment Partners. Well, that's because we um, Australian in, uh, share market has a lot of resource-related sectors, um, and especially the energy companies leading the way. Uh, we're seeing BHP up over 3%. We're seeing the Woodside as well as uh, Santos up over 5%. These are really pushing us our index higher. And what's also interesting is that our banks actually are not all in the red, um, you know, such as uh, what happened with overseas uh, players. Um, Commonwealth Bank is actually in the green today. You mentioned those resource stocks. A lot of them have a lot of oil assets. How much of the increase in that oil price, which we have seen today, is related to the conflict in Ukraine? Look, at quite majority of it, um, pretty much, because Ukraine conflict is creating fear about shortage of um, energy into uh, into the European market and subsequently for uh, the world supply of uh, of energy and oil. Um, you know, with the, with the, with the global economy actually picking up, people traveling more. We need more oil, and now that with the Russia, um, you know, conflict, we're creating a lot of issues there. So oil prices jump significantly, and oil. Uh, company share prices are finally moving, but nowhere near as much as uh, uh, what the oil price has done in the last few weeks. We've also got the floods on the east coast of Australia. Is that showing up on the boards of the ASX? Look, it has over the last few days. We have heard from the insurers, uh, such as Suncorp, such as IAG. Both companies have talked to between $70 million to $90 million impact so far. Um, and um, and then the share price have lost, um, probably cost them about between 3 to 4% in terms of share price over the last few days. And just finally, I mean, the trading environment is quite interesting at the moment because we're seeing this conflict in Ukraine pushing up the oil price and there's, you know, it's having a, a play on the share market as well. Then you've got this rising interest rate environment potentially pushed back a little bit because of this conflict. We're seeing the floods as well. How do you play it? Look, I think it's very important not to chase the obvious trade, which is chasing a lot of oil names. Yes, the oil uh, businesses, they will benefit a lot at spot, but it's very likely over the next six months, the oil spot price will start to ease, which will then put pressure on the on the share price. What's interesting is that now is the time to look at the company that's been sold off, some of the big chip, blue chip companies, things like uh, CSL, things like Cochlear, things like Goodman Group, you know, some of the high quality business are now being sold off as a result of of the fear for uncertainty going forward. That was Juband Lu there from Tribeca Investment Partners. This SBS on the Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.